Good day and welcome to another episode of the International News Desk. Whether you are tuning in on snl24.com forward slash Sokka Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play or Maki King 96.7's Game Time. Welcome to the show. I'm your host Sean Roberts. But uh, of course, Kurt Buckerfield joins me. Kurt the Dirt, how are you my friend? I'm good, thanks Shawnee. How are you doing man? I am very, very well, thank you. Where shall we start? A lot happening this week. Uh, we've been small. Let's start with Graham Potter. This has been coming for, jeez, man, probably the day he started, I guess. Uh, I'm surprised he lasted this long. Not cool to see, but Chelsea sack head coach one day after the Blues were beaten by Aston Villa. Kurt, what else is on the cards there? Yeah, so um, it didn't come as a surprise. You're right. I think yeah. we spoke about this a few weeks ago, and uh, we sort of both agreed that this surely wouldn't go on until the end of the season. Um, there was recently a good run of results where I think Chelsea, in, I think they went unbeaten for three or four matches in all competitions, which included um, surpassing or beating Dortmund to qualify for the, the quarterfinals of the Champions League. Yeah. And there was this thought that, you know, maybe we should give this guy more time. Um, but as, as journalists in England are calling it, it was essentially a stale execution. They, they were basically just... They were waiting for him to lose. They were waiting for him to to slip up again, um, and they 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 anticipated this decision. So um, there was that result, that that home draw against Everton um, just before the international break. I think Chelsea took the lead twice in that game mm. um, and ended up throwing it away late. But then it was that that Villa loss this past weekend at home that uh, proved to be the final straw. So it's it's harsh, but um, at the end of the day, I think. It's probably the best decision because, uh, from what I've read, the players in the dressing room they they respected Potter and they liked him, but um, they never truly believed in him. And I think that at a top club, you do need an elite manager. Um, yeah, I think there's a massive difference between a good manager or promising manager mm. and uh, someone at the the top level who Chelsea are used to appointing. Mm. You know, they've worked with obviously the biggest managers in the game, and I think that. That's the model that they've been built on, um, even under new ownership. Mm-hmm. It's, it's probably going to work like that. So, yeah, a lot of top names are, are in the running for the job. Kurti, I think the, the question is, um, Bayern Munich had sacked their boss a week ago. Do you think he is the favourite now to replace Potter? I think he is the favourite for now, but there were reports this week that Luis Enrique, the former Spain and Barcelona coach, actually flew into London um, for chats with Chelsea. So that's off the back of recent comments where he said that he's looking forward to getting back into the game and that he really wants to work at a top club. Um, he probably feels like Chelsea would give him everything he wants in terms of um, the money that he can spend, in terms of high-profile players competing for, for big trophies. Um, so that's another uh, leading candidate. But then... There is Frank Lampard, who has actually agreed to become the club's caretaker. Uh, what's it? Caretaker wow. manager. Wow. wow. I know. Um, until the end of the season. So that's an interesting one. I don't think anybody saw that happening. Um, but it's a short term deal just until the end of the season. Um, Chelsea aren't in any releg- relegation battle. So the pressure won't be on. Um, it'll really just about, be about sort of stabling the. Um, stabilizing the ship rather and uh getting to the end of the season unscathed frank the tank let's uh let's <laughs> see what happens there uh moving on from one massive club to another 
Um, the chances of Messi returning to Barcelona, Kurt, apparently is at 70% now. I don't know how they get to that percentage. But if he does, he'll be taking a huge pay cut. How true is this? Yeah, so those chances seem to be increasing. Um, it is becoming suspicious at uh, with regards to where this news is coming from. So often you can tell when it's coming from a Barcelona-based publication, there might be some sort of a, 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 an agenda um, or some sort of bigger plan to maybe, you know, unstabilize, uh, to destabilize Messi at PSG um, amid these contract negotiations. So his camp actually came out this week to say that talks are still ongoing um, and they denied the rumors that suggested PSG did not want to match his salary expectations and that they, they were asking him to reduce his wages quite drastically. Um, but from what we understand, there is no agreement. Um, they aren't any closer to an agreement than they were before the World Cup. Um, and his contract does expire in two months' time. So it's going to be interesting. I do think that there is a real chance he does go back to Barcelona. Um, a lot of Barcelona fans seem to be willing it right now. A lot of board members at Barcelona have openly said that they are in, in contact with his camp. Um, they have said that they would try and make it happen. Um, if it does become financially realistic um, over the next couple of months. But I don't expect there to be a conclusion on this anytime soon. I think Barcelona will push, um, but that means it's going to be dragged out because there's a lot of economic issues at that club that they need to sort out first, um, financial fair play issues. So, yeah, it's going to go down to, I reckon, probably late J July, August. But uh, let's see. And don't forget, he still has a $400 million a year offer from Saudi. Of course, yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a first world problem for sure. Let's stay with Barcelona, <laughs> though. Uh, not their best night last night, Curti. Full nil drubbing at home to their nemesis, Real Madrid. Unbelievable. Yeah, and uh, it's it, it came as a big surprise because Barcelona had beaten Real Madrid, I think, in the last three El Clasicos. Um, and this one coming at home, this defeat. So it would have been really painful for Xavi. They were still Barcelona um, performing yesterday's match in the running for, for a domestic treble after already winning the, the Super Cup, the Spanish Super Cup in January. Um, so I think he'll be pretty bleak that they won't have a chance at winning the Copa del Rey. Um, Real Madrid through to the final. Karim Benzema with a, another hat-trick, back-to-back hat-tricks now for him. Um, he recently became the, the first player in Real Madrid history to hit 11 plus goals in 11, I'm um, sorry, 20 plus goals in 11 consecutive seasons. Um, so yeah, he's just, I mean, his profile just seems to be growing. I know that he's had some injury issues this season, but yeah, he's been remarkable again. Um, he's on 25 now, um, but he's peaking at the right time because next week Real Madrid have Chelsea in the Champions League. Um, and I think going into the season, not many would have considered Real Madrid favourites for the Champions League. Mm. But uh, you can never write that club off. Uh, what, what is uh, Benzema's uh, contract situation at, at Madrid? Has he got one left? So he has, um, you know, his contract ends at the end of the season. Yeah. But from what I've read, there is an agreement in place for a one-year extension. Um, and that's kind of how Real Madrid do things with players in their, in their mid to late 30s. They'll just extend them by one year. So there's no talk of Benzema going anywhere. Um, the same with Luka Modric. There's a few players in that team that will probably sign one-year deals. Mm. Um, but no, Benzema is definitely not going anywhere. Kurti, let's move on quickly to last weekend's, or, the, or yeah, last weekend's and this week's Premier League results. Some killer games out there. Obviously, Man City a thrashing of Liverpool. 
Um, but unfortunately, not uh, Arsenal coming back as well with the same results. And your boys not delivering away to Newcastle, Kurt? Yeah, that was a very concerning performance, um, especially at this moment in the season where I think now there's 10 games left. Um, but, you know, United have had, by all accounts, a successful season um, winning the trophy. But it would be, I think, a massive failure from this point um, if we don't qualify for the Champions League. So, very, very disappointing performance, but um, a very controlled and impressive performance against Brentford um, on Wednesday night, that 1-0 win. It wasn't emphatic, it wasn't necessarily fun, but it was controlled and disciplined. And I think that, uh, yeah, at this point of the season for Manchester United, it will just be so desperate for that Champions League spot. A win is really all that mattered. Yeah, we spoke about Chelsea losing at home to Aston Villa, which is absolutely mad. Arsenal dominance against Leeds United. Uh, I was expecting a win there, but they are really showing signs to be champions, aren't they? I don't want to say it too early, but it is quite frightening. <laughs> it's so funny seeing the reaction to to Arsenal's performances after every week because you, you've got pundits like Gary Neville who just simply deny that Arsenal will win the champion, oh, the, the Premier League, mm. even with the lead that they have. Um, but after every week, he's having to go, yeah, the slip's, the slip's coming. They're going to slip up soon. They're going to slip up soon. But <laughs> no, they're playing very well. I mean, the performance in that game, again, just breathtaking. Um, I think the best team to watch in the Premier League this season, for me at least, that's my mm -hmm. personal opinion. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, you still can't write City off because uh, three, four wins in a row, five wins in a row, and just two bad results for Arsenal and everything changes. So um, it's, it's a crucial part of the season. It is a big bounce back from Leeds coming, losing 4-1 to Arsenal, coming back to beat Nottingham Forest 2-1. And then last night, Chelsea nil, Liverpool nil. Not a great result for either, I guess. Um, but it's only upwards, onwards and upwards for both of these teams, I guess. I mean, disappointing season for Liverpool, would you say? Very disappointing. And that conversation about Jurgen Klopp and his future at the club is just uh, becoming more of a hot topic now. Um, you know, I've also thought to myself, well, what would Liverpool be without Jurgen Klopp? Hmm. Um, and I, I've sort of always defended him just based on the achievements that he's had competing with um, a club as as wealthy as Manchester City over the last couple of years. Um, but at the end of the day, it's a results business, the old cliche, mm -hmm. and they aren't picking up results. And it would be, I think, pretty detrimental if they weren't to qualify for the Champions League. So that's going to hurt their recruitment. That might um, cause a few players in the current squad to want to leave. Um, there really needs to be an overhaul. All the 30-year-olds, Jordan Henderson, James Milner, Mm. Um, my tip I know Fabinho has been a form and fans are crying for him to be sold so there's a lot of changes that need to be made at Liverpool but they will be extremely limited if they don't have um, Champions League next season yeah correct um, before we close off Curti anything we should be keeping our eyes and ears open for this coming weekend or week or the next seven days um, yeah I think there'll be some some more look the Premier League is the most exciting league in the world it's mm. going to get even more exciting now because I think the relegation battle has never been this close in the, the Premier League's history so you've got loads of teams who could still mathematically go down and realistically go down um, so I think that's going to be fun because a lot of those smaller teams if you will will be playing against the top six over the next coming weeks there's a few top six teams desperate to qualify for the Champions League um, and we just know how thing, how frantic it gets towards the end of the season when a team is fighting to stay up, another team is fighting for Champions League. So that's where all the excitement's going to be um, over the next coming weeks for sure.
Yeah, and we do look forward to that. And that is how we wrap up this episode of the International News Desk. So whether you have been listening on snl24.com forward slash Soccer Laduma, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Mucky King 96.7's Game Time, as always, thank you for tuning in. I've been your host, Sean Roberts. And of course, thank you, Mr. Kurt Buckerfield. Have a beautiful day further, my friend. Thank you, Shawnee. And get that rest, huh? <laughs> Cheers. <laughs>